everyone. This is your girl Shade reporting live from the Win Instant Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. For our first-time listeners, Win in STEM is a platform to highlight successful people of color STEMinists to show others how to get a seat at the table and win in science, technology, engineering, and math. In our current season, we've been covering different STEM careers. This week, we'll be covering a career that I'm really excited to learn about, which is a cloud service improvement engineer. My special guest for today is Tega Isharaturi, aka Tech Turi, engineer by day, enjoyment minister by night. So thank you, Tega, for being a guest. Hey, 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 how's it going? Thanks for the intro. So before we get started, one of the things we do on the podcast is to allow our guests to introduce themselves. So this is basically unapologetically telling our listeners who you are, what you do, share any type of accomplishments. Yeah, just anything that you'd like to share with us. So this is your time to shine. The floor is yours. Cool. So like she said, my name is Tega, currently a cloud service improvement engineer at Oracle. I've been doing that for a couple of years. My background, professional background, I graduated with a management information systems degree from Texas Southern University, did an internship and co-op with BA Systems, got my first career opportunity at Lockheed Martin, and currently getting ready to start grad school as a uh, computer information systems graduate master's program uh, with a concentration in data science. So really looking forward to that at University of Houston, Kerr Lake. Uh, one thing I'm passionate about is pretty much helping people get into tech. Feel free to check out my website, techtree.org. Free courses, free resources, just free game on how to really elevate your lifestyle, automate your life using readily available technology you have every day. That's about it from my intro. Awesome. Thank you. And then I'll, I'll be sure to put your website in the podcast description so people can see that free game. It's free, so might as well. Free for now. Go ahead, tap in. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so when I heard this type of engineer, I was also unfamiliar. What is a cloud service improvement engineer? Does this fall under IT or engineering? So another title you could find is on other companies is a continuous improvement engineer. Ours is more cloud focused because we are a cloud computing company. So we're cloud focused. So my team is a global team fostering a culture of continuous improvement across all the engineering and product teams where our ultimate goal is enhancing the customer experience and downtime from databases. So we have two different focus areas. Uh, one is uh, CERs, is cloud event response, and we have a team that does that specifically. That is a 24-7 team uh, throughout six countries. We're pretty much expediting the response and resolutions whenever a service gets impacted. Like if a customer has downtime or, or we're getting hacked, like my team will work with the SRE team, so that's cyber liability engineers. So make sure that we get a quick resolution and uh, get the customer back online. But in general, my team is a continuous uh, service improvement team under the 
service delivery team of cloud operations charged on improving and reporting on reliability and uptime of NetSuite services. That's pretty much the general description of what we do. Cool, cool. So where are these type of engineers typically work at? Do you usually just find them at cloud-based companies like Oracle? Yeah, so for for a cloud service improvement, we'll probably be at a Oracle, a Amazon's, those type of role. It might be, the, the name might be tweaked a little bit, but it's pretty much a continuous improvement engineer. That background includes like manufacturing engineers, operations engineers, supply chain, because you really deal with the operations. Uh, the type of people you find in these roles have my type of background, MIS, CIS, data analysts, computer science is a major one, as well as data scientists. So mm-hmm. pretty much people that foster a culture of process improvement throughout their careers and showcase that through projects and assignment and just have those type of mentality to pretty much just get the job done and find ways to improve processes. Like that's the name, the name is literally in the description, like what we do Mm -hmm. to improve processes internally and then externally. So we're a major part of like a liaison between the business from the business, the customers to the engineering team. Like we have a had in all spaces, just trying to uh, add improvements throughout the organization. That makes sense. So what's a typical day like and what types of tools do you work with? The types of people do you work with? I don't really have a typical CSI role. Like I'm actually part of like the special project team. My team is the, (laughs) it's a pretty long name, NetSuite Engineer Support. And my focus area is the strategic initiative support. So those are special projects within the cloud event response. So my role is the, I'm the subject matter expert for on-time high quality. And that area is really focused on the release process for NetSuite. We work with release engineer infrastructure teams. The release is when upgrades pretty much like we have two upgrades a year and throughout those upgrades, stuff happens, issues happen. My role is to pretty much to track those issues and work with the teams to pretty much come up with a plan of to mitigate those those type of issues through postmortems, retrospectives, root cause analysis, those type of investigative skill set. So uh, the type of tools we use, a lot of Agile and Scrum type tools. So Jira, Confluence, those type of tools. business intelligence tools like Tableau, Power BI. Internally, we use our own Oracle Analytic Cloud. I actually have an internal special project that I'm leading in order to see like what ways we can use our internal Oracle Analytics to get more insight into our internal data. We, are, we, we use it for other projects, but that's just like, just those type of like special projects that I would take on. That's a little bit of what I do. Uh, <laughs> you got to kind of pr- pretty much have a, a weird, uh, different hat. So every day I log in, look at like my tickets, my backlog, and try to come up with a plan, do some backlog refinement, uh, prioritize issues that need more priorities. Do you have to do any type of programming? So when you get an issues, are you the person that fixed those issues or you more kind of figure out like the game plan to get those issues fixed. Okay. So I'm, it's not that technical. It's more 
<laughs> it's I, I believe it's more like a scrum master type detective type role because mm-hmm. doing is creating issues, leading it. Like so, I'm having to do a lot of coaching up because a lot of the people I'm dealing with are like vice presidents, directors, or like senior management people that really have a hands on on into what happened. So I'm having to kind of work with those teams to make sure that. When something does happen, we're tracked. It's tracked accurately. What whatever was done to fix it is noted. If there is like preventative measures that need to be in place, I'll work with those teams to make sure like it doesn't happen again. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm pretty much there cutting cutting off the heads of snake like that. Like we're just snake, <laughs> snake hunt. So you like mostly report to like upper management. Is that who you like you work closely with? Yeah. So upper management. So this role will give you a lot of insight into like how you want your career to go. If you want to go more technical, you want to go more leadership because like you're literally dealing with every infrastructure team from infrastructure schema to product teams like product owner, more operations team like star reliability and engineers operation maintenance database administrator so like every 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 piece that comes together to make sure and that's what or that's what is successful you kind of have to deal with that because issues happen all around and your role is to pretty much be the representative of the cloud service improvement team and making sure that that issue doesn't happen again in the future because mm-hmm. it doesn't look good yeah i can imagine like Issues coming up repeatedly, yeah, it's not definitely not a good look. Yeah, so <laughs> my days is pretty much always like I see a lot of the bad part of what we do rather than focus on the good because like I'm really just trying to make sure like we don't have any bad days and that's damn near impossible when you're working with <laughs> like pretty much the biggest cloud computing company. Mm-hmm. So. No, it's a it's a very rewarding role. It puts you in a lot of position to really dictate how you want your career to look. I have a lot of power into how I want my career to go. It's pretty much up to me how I want to go about doing things on a day-to-day basis. Like, there's no standard on how to do my job. It's literally just do your job, get it done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess sometimes I do have to run queries, so, so I do use some SQL sometimes just to like pull data and do some analysis for myself. But a lot working with other teams, we've done a good job in creating dashboards that automated with apis automatically to streamline the process of acquiring data good quality data and it's still a work in progress so but so far so good cool so speaking of you know bad days i know you've been working there for a couple of years so what are some common challenges that you've experienced uh common challenges oh so i mean you just never know what to expect because like you're literally dealing with new problems. So we've been doing a lot of transitioning since I started from uh, Nets Oracle, from our NetSuite data center, our classic data centers to more the Oracle cloud infrastructure data center. So transitioning to touches deployments, automate autonomous databases. So that transition, a lot of times you see a lot of bugs and, trying to bridge the gap on how we communicate with Oracle uh, from NetSuite and how when we need to fix the problem ourselves or where we like we need Oracle to intervene. And so that that's probably been, been the hardest, but the new team that I'm part of, the strategic initiative team, we have a team specifically 
focus on dealing with Oracle that helps minimize and improve that process. But yeah, just a variety of issues that I see on a daily basis could, could be kind of stressful sometimes, but it, those challenges is kind of dictate like how good you are at your job, honestly. Mm-hmm. And then what's been your favorite part? Favorite part? I'm fully remote, work from home. Yeah. Remote life, that's what we like. <laughs> uh, like whenever they want me to come in, it's it's really up to me. They pay for my hotel. They always pay for like take care of my mileage to drive out there. So it's like it, it's it's a good work life balance. I'm getting the opportunity to go to school, and I'm still gonna be working full time. Like I'm working mm-hmm. just as long as I get the job done. You got <laughs> you, you don't got a micromanager. You got a good good. Like I said, good work-life balance, good uh, control over your own life. So I like that a lot. Do you have to travel for work or just mostly remote or travel to the office? Yeah, just travel to the office. One thing COVID did do was kind of like stop all of those internal traveling. But like when things open back up, like like I said, we do have teams in six different countries right now. So we'll be able to travel to like Guadalajara, Sydney, Australia, stuff like that. Just like meet the teams every once in a while. But for the most part, I'm, I'm really traveling on my own <laughs> dime and just working out the country sometimes. It's been something different. Nice. That, that's a luxury to have. Travel from literally, well, work from literally from anywhere. Uh, yeah, it's, it's probably the best thing I've done. Yeah. Hopefully I can get more in, even though I got school coming up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so enjoy it now. Yeah, exactly. Right. So you've had different roles in your career. You've worked as a data analyst at Lockheed, a business systems analyst at BAA Systems. So how have these different roles helped you in your current role? You take a lot from the mistakes that you make from each role and you kind of learn not to make those mistakes and over time you just become a better engineer better analyst better person better employee over time just like during my internship days I, I pretty much learned how to be a professional i learned how to network and connect i was reaching out to just all, all the leadership that i was under just to get 30 minutes at a time just to pick their brand just to see like what it takes to really do the job I did that a lot i was able to make a one-month internship into a, a six-month co-op opportunity by just networking, yes. connecting with people. Now, that's one thing that I've really learned a lot is really the networking is the most fulfilling part of corporate America so far. It's like the people that I've met along the way, the people that have like went out their way to help me out just to ensure that I'm successful has been very rewarding. And that's something that I've, I've learned over time and just like stick to people that you trust people that's willing to like be a a sponsor a champion for you like those are the type of people around you and i've had luckily i've been successful at that and surrounding myself with a good community of individuals so far and that's gotten me to where i'm at today yeah i always tell people like your network is so important so whatever industry you're in within tech outside tech is always good to Form those connections at your job because you never know yep. where those connections will take you, right? Like connections you met at your previous employer might connect you with your next employer. You don't know. Exactly. And these days is that it's not what you know, it's who you know. Facts, facts, facts. Like I think mentorship is probably the most the most important thing that I think is important in 
in like your early careers, it's really getting a mentor, like someone that can really give you the game because a lot of times it's a lot of silos in tech and, and not even just tech and really just in a corporate America pretty much. So like you get a mentor that can really teach you and point you in the right direction that you could ask questions. Mm-hmm. That's going to get pretty much. Definitely agree. But your role now is like, how did you, how did you stumble across it? Like, how did you go from like Lockheed to Oracle? Lockheed to Oracle, LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Really? Clouded my resume. They messaged me the same day and I set up an interview. Just looking at the job title, it really aligned with like what I'm about. I'm about process mm-hmm. improvement, data analysis, using tools to really improve, <laughs> make my life easier, make my job easier. So like, yeah. it's just aligned. These roles, they like those type of people that are really like go-getters and different type of skill sets uh, that like I wear a lot of hats. They look for, like, I really didn't know what I was getting into, but I was ready to dive in 100% with it. So that, <laughs> I feel like that was a major pearl on my end. Oh, okay. Shout out to LinkedIn. Okay, everybody, don't sleep on LinkedIn now. Go submit your resume. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. LinkedIn is actually like, where you can easily get a job I get like I tell people this every day like if you're looking for a job get on LinkedIn follow the people that are doing the jobs that you want follow those technical recruiters message those technical recruiters send them your resume like just ask for feedback like grow that network like and that that goes a long way and I felt that 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 was a skill set that really helped me get my foot in the door because I, I, I remember sending hundreds of messages and connections and resumes like just applying the job just trying to get an opportunity and like now the ties are turned like now the jobs are reaching out to me trying to get me to come work mm-hmm. so like it, it it happens those transition happens when you go from really begging them for opportunity for them begging you to come uh right now, now they're knocking on your door <laughs> so <laughs> oh that's awesome i love that so for those who may be interested in a career as a cloud service improvement engineer, like where they where should they start? Like what type of skills are necessary to be successful in this type of role? If you're in school, I'll say major in MIS, management information systems, computer information systems, some type of uh, information systems degree or engineering. So something that's got really gonna like trigger your mind, make you be a critical thinker. This type of role, you need problem solvers that problem solvers that can really communicate with different levels of people. You can talk, you gotta be able to talk to anyone because like a lot of a lot of the meetings where you're doing a postmortem, uh, you might see like four VPs there and they're gonna be asking questions, giving you dialogue, and you're gonna be able to take notes and still leading the leading the postmortem while being recorded at the same time. So like being able to multitask is definitely a, a plus. Question: What's postmortem? A postmortem is just like you're looking into the, a process that already happened, so you can look for like improvements and preventatives. For us, it's usually like uh, one of the issue happened. Let's say like a database was down, and we just had a cloud event response for it. So we're gonna do a postmortem to look into like what look into the event summary, the timeline of what happened what's the root cause, what was the corrective method as well as what was the preventative. And 
see what went well, what we could improve on. So just a whole in-depth like analysis of the event. And mm-hmm. that, okay. that falls under like the agile scrum type framework, as well as the ITIL service management. ITIL is IT infrastructure library. And that is like under their service management. So those type of certificates help a lot as well because it teaches you everything like how the teams come together to work as one during the software delivery process. The certifications, yeah, there's like ITIL foundations. So that's the foundations one that you get just to like get so you get a better understanding of it. Then there's also like expert. Yeah, so it's different levels to it. Uh, you can just go on ITIL certification or go on my website and you can really learn, <laughs> look at the the trainings that I've taken for it to get certified and look more in depth into it. But I can, I can send you links to look more into it, but yeah, ITIL, that's one cert. If you, if you're certified in some type of, let's say data visualization, business intelligence tool, like power BI that helps. Uh, another one is going to help is cloud practitioner, scrum master, yeah, Agile foundations, those type of like entry level certification that gives you a good idea of how like tech works, tech, service delivery, software delivery, all that. Okay. So yeah, I, I can't say it's like one specific because it's like my team has a lot of different backgrounds and we were have a different area, but me specifically, like that's what I would recommend. But like if you have like computer science engineering yeah you i feel like you'd be fine as well in this type of career so how about someone who is not in like the tech field and they want to transition so let's say they don't have a a degree of cis mis would those certifications be fine would be enough yeah as long as they have like a degree for the most part if they don't have a degree they need a real high level cert or have like completed like a whole like roadmap of ITIL, like expert level. So, so yeah, certifications are still the easiest way to transition into a tech career. It's like you can, you can literally look on, you can look on my techtree.org website to get more insight on free roadmaps and courses in order to get in tech. If you need guidance, yeah, feel free to reach out to me, and I can provide you more detailed explanation. Because yeah, it's 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 an endless it's endless opportunities, which means it's endless paths that you can take in IT or mm-hmm. in STEM. So cool, cool. And then in your process, did you? So not certifications, but did you do like any type of boot camps or like courses on like Coursera or like? Um... What are those other course platforms? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I love those type of platforms like Udemy, LinkedIn Learning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If I want to learn something and get a better understanding, if I if I know it's going to be on the interview, like, yeah, I'll spend a, a couple of hours just doing, like, a course, either YouTube, LinkedIn Learning, Udemy, Course Error. Yeah, so those are still, like, one of the quickest ways to learn is really to learn by yourself. So yeah, all, all of these are also listed on <laughs> my website. I feel like I'm, I'm doing a whole promotion tour right now. It's I really- mean, go ahead. <laughs> so yeah, feel free to check it out. Like if you need help, assistance, and getting into tech, I can 
at least point you the right direction or give you advice on like what I did and what you shouldn't do. Awesome. Last question. So what is one thing that you wish you knew before? Yeah, I wish I knew about certifications is really what I didn't know. Like it just when I got in tech, I was just really just winging it. And that just goes back to like, I just felt like the infrastructure just wasn't there for us like that. It's really why I'm mm-hmm. and trying to give back is because we just don't know. Like if we, if I knew about this in let's say ninth, seven, eighth grade, and I, if I do this, I could be if I if I did these certificates and I could come out of high school making a hundred to one hundred twenty k inch or like even seventy to one hundred twenty k entry level with this certification, I would mm-hmm. definitely have done that. Like, I wouldn't be wasting my time. Like, I, I would still be doing my sports or whatever, but, like, just, like, a clear direction of what to do, that would have helped along the way. So, like, yes, getting certified or, like, getting mentorship and get joining organizations such as, like, Nesby, Win, and those have exactly the infrastructure already in place to help you get those opportunities because Nesby helped me get my first internship with BA Systems. I flew out to what, Pittsburgh, Nesby 44, and I got my first internship in. And since then I ran with it. So like, yeah, mm-hmm. find a organization, a community that's really trying to, is gonna put you on. Like Nesby has a different outreach. So I know in Lockheed, we had a college initiative and pre-college initiative. So and mm-hmm. going around K to 12, getting them opportunities, free game, and just showing them like how they can really excel. So stuff like that definitely helps. And I wish I yeah, knew about it. Yeah, I definitely agree. Especially like the Nesby aspect, like the community. Nesby helped me got my first job <laughs> outside of college. And then I've just been going with the flow. <laughs> exactly. So like that's two right there. Like Yeah. You know, our success stories out here. <laughs> The Nesby umbrella. So yeah, that, mm-hmm. that's what I was really proud of, like that we did at I don't know. I'm not sure if you were fun of it, like Lockheed Martin, we did like a project Nesby where we were able to bring like students all around from the community from all like, Yeah. We used to do that for um Engineers Week, bring uh, students into the site, yeah. Yeah. So we pretty much used the same like infrastructure and just did it for straight Nesby and like internally and that that was pretty much like one of the Protestants that I feel like we did at Lockheed, mm-hmm. including myself. Good times, good times. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I definitely agree with the whole certifications. I I feel like I didn't get hip to certifications till maybe I think around like COVID time yeah. time frame. Because I feel like after college. Or even during college, is more like degree, degree, degree. And then after you get your bachelor's, master's, PhD, yeah. no one really talked about certifications until like COVID hit and people were trying to get into tech and they were saying, hey, take this certification, take that certification. So I'm glad that you know, knowledge is spreading, yeah. but also just like awareness is important. Like if you don't know, you don't know. Exactly. And we really, most of the time, we don't know. And that's the problem right mm-hmm. now. And yeah, that's the, that's the problem. It's like, we just, we just haven't had that knowledge. And so, yeah, that's, that's my, that's the main goal for me is to bridge the gap in knowledge equity because it's, mm-hmm. it's not right right now. 
Yeah, it's very important. Spread the knowledge, spread the wealth. For sure, for sure. There's money out here for all of us. We can really, we, mm-hmm. all, we can all eat. We can all eat, so. Yeah. But this was great. Thank you, Tega, for your info, for the knowledge that you gave. Where can our listeners connect with you? So, like LinkedIn, you know, for sure. Uh, plug your website, all of that. Yeah. So, yeah, you can hit me on LinkedIn for sure. I- I'm gonna send you the link right now. Contact me on the website. Just hit me on chat, or you can just send me an email, or we can connect. And what's the email address? It is tegapeters11 at gmail.com. Awesome. So I'll put all that down. Cool, cool, cool. Cool. Well, thank you once again for being a guest. Um, And then for our listeners, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the STEM Career Path series. Make sure to rate, like, subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, Google, Pandora. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Follow us on Instagram at the Win and STEM podcast. But until next time, enjoy the rest of the week. Be great and go out and win in STEM. Thanks for having me.